Hey, y'all, guess what time it is? It's the Grolic Saves the World time. All right, the Grolic Saves, saves the, world. the World. That's right. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. We're getting fixed. Our worries, our dicks, test has to kick. Well, the Grolic Saves the World. We're getting fixed. Our worries, our dicks, test has to kick. Well, the Grolic Saves the World. We're getting fixed. Our worries, our dicks, test has to kick. Well, the Grolic Saves the World. Get out the nice china and set a couple extra places. It's the Grolic Saves the World, and we're coming home to dinner, everybody. I'm Adam Caton Holland. My name is Ben Roy, <laughs> and I'm, I'm Andrew Arvidal. <laughs> and when we're eating in your house, we like to eat on the fine plates. Do not pull out the plates you eat with every fucking day with your dumb family. Get the china out the cupboard, set it for the boys. Yes, We're here. I love it. The stuff that is oddly phallic, the Greek China, the stuff the you s- saw in the movie, The Birdcage. The stuff with like a picture on it that's like uh, some sort of Greek odyssey. Like yeah, As I move yeah. the food around, the, I'm just learning. The gaudy Victorian Rococo plates in your house. Uh, Place them you are, where you'd like us seated. You are crazy today. What a fun intro, Adam. Now, shut <laughs> if you don't know what this podcast is, it is a podcast where we better the world around us uh, by bettering ourselves, you know, through yeah, passive some... aggressive self-help yeah. challenges. I'm still on the China. Treat us like foreign dignitaries. No one has come to your house this important in your entire life. Dress up. What are... Wear some perfume. What are if your we going to do cologne. with this do meddling Julian Assange? Do not wear perfume or cologne to dinner. You're disgusting, Adam. Ugh. You're gross. Have cocktails. Have a plan. Are there digestifs? I'm just saying, make an evening. Ooh, of an aperitif. Anyway, I'm done. <laughs> I like an aperitif as opposed to a digestif. Perhaps <laughs> games after the meal. Ooh, I don't know. Some You've Mills never born? had anyone like How about this in some your Millsborn? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what a fun intro that. I don't think it went too long. Do you have a fireplace? Have a fire going before we get there. I'll stop at 7-Eleven. I'll get the good wood. You know what I mean? I'll bring a cord. Uh, the log, of my the insta log. Yes, I'll bring a cord of my own wood. Um, I'm sorry you derailed me. Yeah, well, anyway, that was fun, Adam. Good job, actually. I wasn't on board when you started it, but now I'm into it. All right. Uh, this challenge comes to us from Elliot Lang, uh, marvelous illustrator, a, a Denver area entrepreneur, but most importantly, a patron of our show, uh, who has brought a challenge to us that is actually challenging. I got to just be the first one to say it. These last few challenges, they haven't really been that challenging. Like, oh, can you Real not be an asshole off. while you're texting people? Boo-hoo. Wow. Wow, what a hero. I hope you wore a sweatband all week. Yeah, Jesus ben, Christ. can you confront one of your deepest fears and <laughs> yeah, take well. a drug that has, <laughs> you know, caused some people to maybe lose their minds here and Boo-hoo, there? Boo-hoo, Ben yeah, had right. to have it a great time. A challenge, we know. challenged Ben to loosen the fuck up for once. <laughs> Adam, can you keep carrying this thing comedically while also steering the wheel? Yes, no problem. <laughs> so you're carrying it and steering? It's just like a convertible? Yeah, I'm carrying and it you... comedically and steering wow. it. Adam. Us just in the trunk or in the back I'm exhausted. <laughs> well, well Adam, a- you know what? Kick your feet up, bud, because Elliot Lang brought us brought us this challenge. Don't <sighs> thanks, Elliot. Don't what worry about it? it. I can't wait. What is it? 
Yeah, so what are we doing, Orbital? They want us to fucking swim, bro, in a pool with water. Oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Yeah. What? I don't know, dude. That feels pretty high octane. No, I, I mean, I don't I'm know when the last honest. time you swam is, but it's fucking hard. This is fucking difficult. Swimming oh. is fucking hard. I. I this actually this challenge actually works out well. I I've been told by a doctor that I I should swim more because I tore my meniscus uh, doing the jujitsu, my jujitsu, <laughs> and I, sure. I, I had a pretty nasty case of the jits, and I mm. and I tore my meniscus in the process. Right and, in the taint, huh? Yeah, and I've been told. You know, obviously swimming is very low impact, but incredibly difficult. The only reason I do not swim laps is because it is so hard. That is the only it reason I love being in a pool. Sucks. Who doesn't love being in the water? Being in the water mm-hmm. is great, but I don't want to. Ben, let me ask you though. But you you still rocking your shirt in there, or have you got to taking it off yet? You know, I, I don't. I've become more comfortable with my body. That's clear from my gift work and from our welcome videos for our Patreon subscribers. That you I get am some more skin. Comfort- You're yes. going to see some skin. I don't like to show my back, though. My back knee is a little bit out of control. And so mm. I so am he wears a, a weird nervous. swim vest. It does show the front torso, but it covers the back. <laughs> it's an open Old West style swim vest made out of wetsuit material. Uh, <laughs> this is a great job. I've probably seen it in the movie Tombstone. <laughs> yeah. The, the, you'd be very familiar Same with thing. these things. This yeah, old West well, swim we, fashion is coming back. We're an ocean <laughs> swim game. We're called the Swells Angels. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we get up. You want to earn your patch. You want to be full patch? You know, one percenter swimmer guy? Then you've got to get out there. You've got to cut some people up in the waves out there in the surf. Wow, um, I, like I am a little confused though. There's got to be more to the challenge than just go swim. I guess you like, haven't swam recently I, because yeah, it I fucking mean, sucks, dude. Dude, remember I, when you were a kid? Well, I was like a sea lion when I was a kid. Swimming was so fun. It was like, where Woo-wee. the fuck? Where the fuck? Sorry, Adam, if I may, for a second. <laughs> yep. Where the fuck ben, were you? A, please, Ben. Where, please. Yes. Where the fuck were you a sea lion? First of all, I'm you saying, grew up in Colorado. Was it I'm on the a docks kid. of Aurora or wherever you went to? Was it out on Old Lake? No, I'm swimming in pools, but you know, as a kid, you don't swimming is a hard. Oh, yeah, it's just fun. Uh, okay, so you were a Sea World sea lion, is what you are. Yeah, You're sorry, I should have qualified. I was a sea lion in captivity. In it was pretty sad. There's no fucking water here for one. Okay, and two. It, it, that's that's insane. I Fine. grew up. I, grew I was up in, a pool lion. You're right. I was a pool lion. <laughs> but boy, like now, now you've now. been you've been kicked out of several public pools for calling yourself the lion yeah. of the pool. Yeah, because uh, I because yeah. I yell it from the locker room before I come out. Here comes the pool lion, and that's it. They revoke my Parks and Rec pass. <laughs> Just a mid forties man alone, <laughs> run, just cannonballing into the pool yeah. after that. Yeah. Um, I, oh, I, I do love a good cannonball, man. That's still the best way to enter a pool. Did you swim a lot as a kid? Yeah, yeah. We'd go swimming, uh, you know, in the summer, and in the winter we'd go to the indoor YMCA. I had to take swimming lessons. I vividly remember, man, I fucking hated swimming lessons as a kid so much, and I remember being a little kid in swimming lessons. 
and we had to jump off the diving board into the deep end. And I was terrified of the deep end. And I was especially terrified of the diving board. And they lined us up like little death row inmates uh, to that diving board. And one by one, we had to go out there, jump off into the deep end. I'd never done it in my life. And I walked out on that diving board and I couldn't do it. I could not jump off the diving board. And so I sat down on the edge and I scooted around and then I, I lowered myself while hanging on yeah. to the edge of, of the board. And the swim teacher, this woman, this absolutely like no nonsense woman. I remember she had like a buzz cut. She walked out on the board and she peeled my fingers off the edge of that diving board one by one one like in a horror movie and I dropped into the deep end. Oh my god. Despite that story, I did love swimming as a kid. Uh, well, and, and I tell you what, it was a slow walk back to high school that day because you were what, 16 or 17? No, I was a little kid. <laughs> Adam, did you did you swim a lot when you were a kid? Not a lot, but we I took lessons and there's like a swim club called Virginia Vale in Denver that a lot of Denverites will know that place. And, and we were members of it during the summer. So yeah, we'd go pretty regularly just to swim. I never did it competitively or swam laps, you know, and timed how fast I could do it. But I definitely learned how to swim and swam a, a lot for an inland Colorado person. I, I would not consider myself an amazing swimmer, but I can swim just fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, did you take those were swim lessons, though, like actual? I think there was some when I was a very young kid. And then it was just kind of like, what yeah, about now? now? Do you swim a lot? Do either of you swim a lot? No. Oh, not at all. Yeah, I go swimming like for fun with my daughter. I don't I don't do laps. But every now and then I'll be like, let me see how fast I could turn in a lap. And it's not fast <laughs> and it's not good. And I'm like, man, the only thing worse than having a heart attack would be having a heart attack in the water and like double double dying, like heart attack and drowning. Oh, God, the worst. Well, well, as a septuagenarian, Andrew, you need to think about that constantly. But Ben and I should be all right. Ben, you're a Mainer. Yeah. But I know you're an inland guy. Are you laying claim to the coast? Are you out there on the rocky shores of Maine? You checking them lobster traps by hand? You going down there and bringing the traps up by hand? Uh, You know how we fucking do it. I'll go down and grab a whole bunch of those fucking things from the bottom and bring them up. But they kick like a motherfucker. And if they don't have those rubber bands on their claws, they're going to get onto your fucking skin. Anything hanging off you. Sure. Um, No, I grew up in what was called the Winthrop Lakes region. So we had four or five lakes, like big lakes in the area that I grew up in. So, I mean, I swam during the summer every day. I mean, swimming was and dangerous stand by leeches. You get leeches, leeches, serial killers, everything. We used to. Okay. So we had a big mill and then there was a dam that was controlling a fair amount of the water that went down and there was a house built over it, like this damn control house. We used to swim up over the falls. We would climb up over the falls and then get under the house and stay in there. And I don't know how a fair amount of us did not drown. I mean, like, <laughs> we swam around and jumped off every manner of bridge and dam. We had this great place where I grew up called the, the Hollowell Rock Quarries. That were a set of granite quarries that had f- flooded when some pumps <laughs> failed. So it was filled with machinery like and equipment. Good swimming and we, used to, we used to jump off 
those every you summer. You just come up like an oil-soaked duckling. Yeah, I mean the water yeah, was a rebar freezing because <laughs> it was it was it was spring-fed, but you could see overturned vehicles. Wow. There was like a chimney that stuck out of the center of it it's from like a house. You, you grew up in the it setting was, of a Stephen King book. It's, it's amazing. I mean, yeah, that's where I grew up. So we swam a lot. I took swimming lessons, but it was kind of like you had to take them so that our town beach, you could go out onto the far dock. So they had to know you could swim. But Where the after real that patty one, buzzards hung out. Yeah, mm. well, after that one set, we just... Uh, so it sounds like Ben's going to probably be the most proficient swimmer. But, but a terrible swimmer. Like, I think what I it comes not, down okay. to now is who is the fittest. I mean, it sounds like we all know how to swim. Exactly. We all know the basic strokes. It's going to come down to fitness level because it is an incredibly syncopated cardio activity and it's also regularly on lists as being the best workout for you because it is incredibly low impact very low risk of injury because you're not slamming into hard surfaces so unless of course you run the risk sometimes of your fingers being injured if someone is prying them off of a diving board. <laughs> you do have to worry about some potential yeah. damage. I mean that cardio of the just the fear of dangling off that diving board. <laughs> truly one of my enduring nightmares. <laughs> I do think this challenge is undeniably making the world a better place because a everyone should learn how to swim to avoid drowning. B if you know how to swim you can help people who are drowning perhaps and that is a safe safety net that we all have the social pact we all must help one another not yeah three, uh, i took been- survival i took survival swimming lessons and even if you know how to swim don't swim over to somebody who's drowning because guess what they're gonna pull you down too you're yep. both you're both going down so just let them just so just watch you gotta throw them you gotta throw them something try to assist them without letting them grab onto you they're in a white hot panic they're going to claw all over you yeah and they will absolutely i never uh, thought i'd say this adam too Andrew is right. I can't even. I can't. This is huge. I watched several seasons of a documentary called Baywatch, (laughs) and they always go right for the person who's drowning, and they pull them out of there. They were heroes and beautiful people. Well, the way we learned it in survival swimming, you can't. We in survival swimming, we had to jump in the pool with all of our clothes on. We weren't allowed to touch the sides in the deep end of the pool, and we had to uh, spend an entire hour. Uh, in the pool, fully clothed, and they taught us how to make a life vest with your pants. You got to take your pants Jesus off in Christ. the pool while you're treading you water. The air, right? Yeah, you tie the tie legs together. Ends. You swoop it over your head to film with air, yep. and then you like put your head through. And uh, yeah, we had that's going to be a fun challenge. To I, I, I think it also makes the world a better place. One, it is an incredible workout. Uh, the more you know, obviously, and the hunkier we are, I mean, a, the world improves. Okay, well, we come out of that pool with those glistening swimmers abs. Get out of here! But preventative care, <laughs> you know, obviously, exercise is a great way to prevent you know health issues in the future. If if it is something that you can do, so this is a great challenge. Well, but it's it's even a better challenge than they know because Elliot has broken it down for us. Oh no, he wants to do. Th- Three challenges here, and he, and, and these, we're, he's pitting us against each other, which is the heart of the pod. We're going to do who can hold their breath the longest. <laughs> we're going to do who can tread water the longest. And then we're going to do a fucking old school race. Fastest. I don't know if it's a full lap there and back, but Elliot Lang, he coaches swimming himself, and he's friends with Olympic swimmers. What? Brag much? Swam in the Olympics <laughs> who are going to show up, coach us, and then watch us 
and then laugh at us <laughs> with their medals on. <laughs> oh, man. What oh, a waste no. of their time. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, no. I don't get how it's coming together, but it's coming wow. together. So If they think they can get this you, raw mean, cinnamon dough body to chug itself across the pool, hats <laughs> off to you, friend. <laughs> raw cinnamon dough. Cinnamon roll dough is what I meant, but... <laughs> Oh, God, I wish we had a diving board challenge. God, I wish we did. I've conquered the diving board. I love diving <laughs> boards now. Oh, I'm sure you love them. I'm sure you're a fucking, you're just a regular penguin out there. I have no doubt. No, 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 no. We honor the spirit of it, and we see who can cling by their fingertips the longest to a diving board. <laughs> oh, man, it's a it's a real arm workout. The, the flex arm hang? <laughs> Dude, you are just... Well, Listen, this, this is amazing because oh, I don't know. I, I think you guys have way more experience swimming than I do, so I'm not coming in cocky to this one at all. But this is anybody's. I challenge. bet you hey, do more cardio this, than us, though. I mean, I'm, I know Ben yeah. works out a lot. Although jujitsu was pretty good cardio, it, we did I, it. We did it. I don't. I don't care. This is going to be a humbling challenge for sure, and I am not going in cocky at all. I'm. I'm. Nope. But I'm excited. Who doesn't like being in a swimming pool and getting laughed at by Olympians? I'm calling it now. <laughs> Adam wins the race. I win treading water. Ben wins holding his breath. Oh, no, no. Okay. I'll win holding my breath if there's a rule that I'm allowed to put my phone in a waterproof case and bring it down and check my Instagram. Uh, I'll allow, no, that. You hold, I'll allow that. that. You hold your breath while you are cruising Instagram? Nice. I don't like to breathe because it fogs the screen, and then I can't see all my likes. <laughs> he's got so much experience because every time he logs on, he's holding his breath, hoping there's a new like. Yeah. Mm, nice. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited too. So uh, that's the challenge. We're going to take some a couple swimming lessons with some some Olympian uh, caliber. Not even Olympian caliber. Some Olympic athletes. Olympians, former Olympians, right. are going to join us. They're going to teach us to swim, and then we are going to compete against each other in three events, holding our breath, treading water, and of course the dreaded swim across the pool and back. <laughs> and uh, this should be terrifying. I even I've even heard whispers. That there are custom Grolic Saves the World Speedos. speedos. Oh, my God. If these come together, I, Elliot, you you horny you weirdo. Sick, sick bastard. Uh, <laughs> go to Patreon. We're not giving this fucking away for free, nah, guys. That, we may even start an OnlyFans. Speedos. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's enough of a challenge for me is putting this disgusting, hairy centaur body of mine into a Speedo and emerging okay. into... Okay. Next challenge, yeah. Andrew learns to be kind to himself. But on this one, <laughs> let's all swim. Yeah, let's do it. And um, yeah, Andrew, I'm with you. My body's going to look... I'm going to look like somebody squeezing a stress ball. So why don't we take a break? Let's listen to some live stand-up comedy from our show that uh, is the last Saturday every month at the world-famous Bug Theater. <laughs> and we're going to go deep in the vault. Let's go back <laughs> in the vault. Let's listen to one from an old friend of the show. Don yeah. Rickles. Uh, no, oh. no, no. Close, though. <laughs> okay. Denver's Don Rickles, the original Denver Don Rickles. Let's listen to a, a little comedy from Dan Soder. Oh. And when we return, we will be seals. Or at we the very be... least, pool lions. No. Stop it. One of us may be dead. <laughs> uh, enjoy this and stay tuned. I was actually talking to my buddy about this before the show, but this is a real thing. When I was like 12, my mom used to date a guy who was in a uh, 
45 and over swim league. (laughs) So you understand that while I was going through puberty, every Saturday morning, I had to go sit in an indoor pool, fully clothed, and watch my mom's boyfriend swim. First off, have you been in an indoor pool fully clothed? It's awful. Now imagine the guy that's banging your mom waddling up in a fucking Speedo with his button dick showing. I wasn't molested, but that's pretty fucking close. That's like on the lip. That's a gray area. Hey, do you love the Grolic Saves the World, but are sad because you're not getting enough of it? Boy, do I. Well, great news. You can get all sorts of bonus content on our Patreon. Like what? Tell them, Ben. Act 4. Ad-free episodes, birthday shout-outs, exclusive merch, stronger, more painful erections, our pod within a pod, boy crazy, decreased A1C levels, photos and videos, bonus content, and so much more. Okay, I'll do it. No, kick to me. Say, how do I, how do, I do it? How do I sign up? We're not trying to sell it to you, Andrew. You don't have to. Jesus. Oh, well, I mean, it sounded good. Okay, how do I sign up then? <sighs> Fuck it. You can sign up now by visiting patreon.com forward slash Grolic Saves. I do want to sign up. <laughs> and we are back. And thanks to the magic of podcasting. And can I get a beefy one, producer Ron? Not to mention Peace thanks out. to our pal Elliot and producer Ron who made this happen it has been eight months <laughs> later. <laughs> this is eight months later. And we have completed this challenge. Eight months. What you just heard earlier in the episode, that was like a, you just cracked open a time capsule going yeah. back to January of this year. We had it originally scheduled and I got COVID. And it was a tough one to orchestrate. A lot of moving pieces on this one. And we uh, did I'm glad we finally got it done. And boy, well, all we I had to do was show up. Good. Elliot and Ron did it. <laughs> yes. El- and that, once again, is the Grolic Saves the World guarantee. <laughs> Propose to do a thing and then do said thing, even if it's eight months later. We got it yeah, done. Yeah, we, we got did a great it. Great episode. Man. Anybody I sounded got any so plugs? young back then. <laughs> no, Adam, oh. Adam, we got to talk about. Oh, we got to talk yeah. about. Okay. I missed January Sorry. me. Sorry. There it is. So just to, just to refresh, <laughs> just to refresh, you the the listener on the challenge because we kind of forgot it as well eight, eight months later we had to meet at a swimming pool and chat with some olympians get a, a micro dose of training and then have a little garlic swim meet have a swim race have a breath holding contest a treading water contest and we did all those things and points were tallied winners and losers were crowned we went to the Ritchie center at the university of denver it's an olympic sized swimming pool the biggest swimming pool i think i I've ever been in. I don't know. How about you guys? That pool was fucking huge. Isn't it Denver University? Because the University of Denver is something different, isn't it? No. Oh right. my God. <laughs> oh, you're wrong. Try to leave you're that right. in. I'm wrong. Producer Ron, it's called leave that DU. in. Wow. You're wrong. I, I'm I'm wrong. It's called DU, so I'm stupid for thinking it's Denver University. <laughs> 
I'm just saying I don't think you'd get into DU do- making that mistake. No, I wouldn't get into DU with all the mistakes I made before the age of... Well, now. I mean, I'm not going to get in now, but... Um, you, you could get in now, I think. But I think you need to figure out what the school's called, similar to Andrew's cover letter from several weeks ago. I feel like you need to get this one right before even approaching them well, for application. It's a confusing name. You know what I mean? That's all I'm going to say. Oh, boy. But, well, Okay. Yeah, that pool back away. It was from, huge. It was, it was a huge pool. So we we were paired up with actual Olympians. We each got our own Olympian coach. Let's break it down. Let's tell yeah. them who we got. Yeah. My coach was a gold medalist in the 2000 Sydney Olympics. His name is Tommy Hannon, and he was great. He ruled. I got paired with 2012 Olympian uh, for Canada, uh, Blake Worsley, who's uh, actually had a, a couple pool records on the wall at at uh, DU in, in the Ritchie Center. Yeah. Uh, an amazing uh, elite athlete, so fast. I got to say, mine was the best. I, my my Olympian was uh, Sebastian Rousseau, who swam for South Africa in 2008, 2012, and 2016. And we're saying this very casually. It was insane that three Olympic athletes assembled for our idiocy. And that's all Elliot Lang. He swims with these guys. He's friends with these guys. And they were such normal, cool dudes. You almost like lost track. Like, oh, these are Olympic athletes until Tommy starts pulling out his Sydney gold medal and showing it to us. It was it was crazy to me that we just on a Sunday had three Olympic swimmers show up to dick around with also, us. They all had nothing to- has made me feel more like a hobbit than standing next to three Olympic caliber Dude. swimmers. Dude. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm not going to objectify, but there could certainly be a boy crazy on these three. They're oh, tall. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. skinny. They're handsome. They're strong. But we don't have enough we time. Were, we don't have we enough time three, to do the boy we crazy. Three trolls. We yeah, were three we- trolls running around in the presence yeah, no of No one is doubting guys that they're a full 30. Okay, three of them, all tens, a perfect 30, right? A perfect score. None of them is doubting. (laughs) But the part that I liked, let's talk about the tattoos. Every one of them, Olympic rings tattooed on them. That was cool for me Mm -hmm. to see. I'm going to get my set after this challenge, I think. Yeah, I mean, we We said we're all going to do it now. We basically (laughs) were in the Olympics. We got coached by uh, Olympians. Listen, the pool is important. The training is important, but equally as important are the accessories, okay? You got to have the right things because you got to be able to glide through the water. Now, we all wanted to get waxed. Didn't happen, okay? It just couldn't. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm prohibited right now from entering my hair removal center. But this was, they had set it up, producer Ron and Elliot, they set up getting us our very own Grolix, Team Grolix Speedos. Now, these were something else to put on. My mm. body uh, <laughs> was not ready I, for such. Smaller than my underwear, and I wear briefs. <laughs> they were so small. Uh, they're, and they're bright red. They had our names the, on them. They were specific to us. They it, were, Elliot went above and beyond. They were insane. Like, mine had 
role-playing game dice on them because I do like role-playing games. It had a little fish. It had my name. It had a drawing of my face. They're insane. Mine had uh, hops and IPA because I can be reduced to a guy that drinks <laughs> yeah, beer. You're an it had like three Adam, pints of why. beer right over the dick area. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then mine... <laughs> had uh, little jujitsu guys tossing people, one on the back, which I thought was a nice touch, was someone putting somebody in a top Kimura, which is what I, I, I like the Kimura trap. And so it was nice. And not to mention the Grolic Saves the World logo with all of our faces right on our dicks. So we squeezed ourselves into these Speedos. Pushing our balls we went out to the pool. into our buttholes. <laughs> right. And and again, Ben, you've got a very a big fixation on buttholes. This yes, episode. it's a lot of yes. um, <laughs> it is. And we, we went out to the pool and what there was like an observation deck above the pool. So people were touring the campus. There were a ton of people there. There was a big soccer game. So yeah, there was like small crowds. <laughs> yeah, just watching us proceed to get dumb in a pool. Also, too, to keep in mind, we were given caps yep. and goggles. And goggles. Um for right. of which we, Just right off we the bat, before we got in the pool, Adam and Andrew broke both of their goggles. <laughs> I We did not break our goggles. The goggles we were given, apparently, like, experienced master swimmers use these, like, weird goggles that just come apart in the middle instead of just being connected. I guess that's some advanced goggle technology. But we did repeatedly think they had broken and then the pro swimmers would be like no it's not broken and they would just like pop the middle piece back in but it certainly seemed like they were breaking all the time <laughs> wow Andrew, um, you really working yourself up into a froth well it get it, well it these goggles they play a crucial yeah no, role in the swimming which we will get to this is for yes which we will get Andrew, to you clearly have a lot to say why don't you talk about your training your experience with your training sure first. yeah uh tommy absolutely ruled he was great uh, he, he was like, so optimistic. I was like, are we going off of the starting blocks? And Ellie was like, yeah, you have to dive in off the starting blocks. And I was like, I've never done that in my life. And Tommy's like, oh, we'll get you comfortable with that in 20 minutes. Spoiler. He did not. He tried. <laughs> <laughs> he, he tried, but he did not. If anything, I felt, I felt really bad for him. He watched me swim the length of the pool. And at the other end, he watched Ben and Adam and he goes, your form is way better than those guys. You are going to destroy them. And I didn't have the heart to tell him the blades on the propeller might be shiny. The motor is garbage. So <laughs> I just I just got to warn you of that. But he seemed uh, very optimistic. He gave me some tips. He showed me videos of Olympic swimmers like, do what this guy's doing. Ah, okay. Yeah, um, perfect. But he did. I mean, even in the short time we had, he absolutely kind of tuned up uh, some of my mechanisms for sure. And then... He did try to help me dive. I have never been able to dive into a pool ever. Uh, not, oh my not as a kid. God. Not as a teen. That was amazing. It was the most amazing thing. Can I describe it? I'm Please. I'm in the water uh, working with my Olympian, <laughs> with Blake, and I hear the sound of a sheet of ham. <laughs> a sheet of ham. I would say uh, a flattened sheet of about six by six uh, sure. yoga like mat. A window, like a large ha window pane of ham. Uh, hit the water. Uh, like somebody grabbed one end of it and just whacked the water with it. Andrew did the most epic 
belly flop I've seen. Oh, <laughs> that's funny though because the first dive that anyone took was you, and it smacked the water like someone had thrown a manatee off the back of a fishing boat. It was <laughs> so loud when you you took the first dive. And that was a smackaroo, my friend. Oh, I'll tell you but what. But it wasn't a that belly was... flop. You fucking, you didn't even, your legs were below you. It was, it was. Now, for the listener who may not know, the, the starting blocks are, you know, an elevated platform, like yeah. two to three feet at the edge of the pool that you leap off into the pool, like you see in the Olympics. I mean, none of us had done that shit. Yeah. That was yeah. awesome. That was, that, was that was a significant challenge right up up top. So, Tommy tried to tried to help me dive. Uh, I sucked every time. I, I was better. really giving it. No, no, no. I want to. I want to. Really uh, earnestness. This you did get better. Your that first dive was was not good, but then you slowly no. picked it up like a sheet of hair. Yeah, they so they were bad uh, throughout. They were pretty bad all the way through. And uh, I smacked the fuck out of myself uh, coming off the starting block so many times. Yeah, all sides. Like, especially my landing. legs. I literally think I like screwed up one of the crowns in my teeth. Like that's how many times I smacked my face into that water. Like my, I got a crown in my mouth. I think it's, uh, I think I'm gonna have to go to the dentist and get it looked at. Um, that's how, that's how much I smacked into the water. Diving. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, so how was y'all's uh, uh, coaching ses- sessions? Adam? Sebastian, South African, you know, cool accent already. I like this dude out the block. He just had a baby. We had a lot in common. But he was very honest with me with the amount of time we had. He was like, we got 20 minutes. He goes, your form's all over the place. <laughs> he's like, we're not, but we're not going to fix you in 20 minutes. You got a race to do. So he's like, he gave me simple tips. Like my head was bobbing a lot in the water. He's like, try to keep your head still. <laughs> Cause that's just like messing. That's, that's cutting into your time. And I was doing little flutter kicks with my feet. He's like big, powerful, like you're kicking a soccer ball with your leg kicks. And I said, <laughs> I knew you probably looked at me and knew I played soccer. So yeah, thank you for putting it in terms. I can understand <laughs> Sebastian. Definitely what happened. And so, and then, and just, just practical little tips, not trying to rewrite how I do it because he realized I didn't have the time, but I, he also helped me on the starting block. Cause I'd never done that in my life. And I'm not going to lie. I thought it was it was intimidating. It's kind of scary getting up there and leaping into the water. But after doing one, I did it pretty all right. And I kind of loved it. Like that was maybe my favorite part was jumping off that thing and trying to get as clean an entry into the water as you could and get as far as you could. When these Olympians would go in off the blocks, they would clear oh three-fourths of the pool underwater before they had to start swimming. That was, it was the exactly. most appra- impressive thing is... That initial dive, you know, I'm coming up like maybe 10 feet from the board, 12 feet. They're, uh, Andrew isn't joking. They are literally yeah. 60 to 65% of the way across the pool before they come up and start their stroke. It's nuts how quickly they did that. It was like, as we were saying, joking around, we we're just like, it's like we're playing pickup basketball and the guys in the NBA just show up and start dunking on everybody. That's what it was, it was like. Um, yeah, so, so, yeah, Gap I really enjoyed the training and the, and Insane. Sebastian was cool, and and I think he he kind of realized we got twenty minutes. Here's a few tips, and let's just get to it. How about you, Ben? Um, mine was great. Blake is awesome. He was like super. We just want to be friends. Yeah, with these I dudes. just want to yeah. hang out with Blake Worsley. Uh, he was yeah, Elliot. If you're listening, maybe can we do like, yeah, exchange numbers out, just to like chat or something? Have dinner with my kid. Producer Ron went and had beers with him after the after the event. I, I none of us could. Yeah, I, but producer Ron's always. 
just opportunistically befriending Olympians. Like if I have to think of one trait to describe Ron, that's yep. it. This new podcast, The Olympians Save the World, I feel like it's a conflict of interest and it's destroying us. These guys Ron can do everything. They dudes. can do everything. They're handsome. They're good at everything. They're kind. Yeah, it, it it's hard. Anyway, Ben, to what, what, how was your training Well, session? Blake, anyway, get to the jizz riff in yeah. the pool. Let's talk about your I floppy butthole, so Ben. What, what happened? Into my rectum, I was less buoyant than expected. There he uh, is. No, no. Um, I got in, and he was like, "Your actual uh, swimming form is is not that bad." What he was trying to get me to do was really extend out and turn over onto my side, and like I didn't realize that with the with freestyle swimming with the breath stroke or, or no freestyle. Um, it, that you really want to like turn over to get that breath out of the water. So I became fixated on that. I didn't really care about being as, as, as fast. He was like, really try to work on that form and the speed will come with it. Um, and then my first dive off the block wasn't as great, but then he told me manatee off a boat. It's been described yeah, as, but then he got me to use the <laughs> handles on the side and sideways. I don't mean it was a sideways manatee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he got me to use the handles. There's these little handles on the side of the platform yeah. that you could push yourself off with too. And once I yep. started doing that, it got better. And he was like, really get your form rigid when you get out, like straighten yourself out. So it was great. He, he gave me as much as he could in 20 minutes and then the time for the races. And mercifully, they did not have us swim the uh, the long way. We wouldn't have done it. It would have been, I would have died. I'll just I'll claim that right yeah, now. Yeah, I think they it were trying insane. to prevent so, a drowning incident in front of yeah, a bunch of teenage so we, soccer players. We sure. swam the short, right. the short length right. of the pool, which was uh, 25 meters across. And so does, the starting event was a 50 meter race. So it was across the pool and back. We had to start on the blocks and dive in and swim our best freestyle. So we went up. They even had one of the, the volunteer lifeguards. He got the official like starting gear. So they had like the sweaters, take your marks, like on the microphone. And he had the signal and everything. And then it went, Bap. we were off right away. I do my signature belly flop, hit face first in the water. The aforementioned goggles snap in half as they just do randomly. So I don't have my goggles. Uh, ben and Adam are off to the the races, literally. Uh, I'm treading water, trying to put the goggles back together. They're not going back together. So I just start swimming. I can't swim <laughs> with my eyes open in the pool. I, I did as a kid, but ever, you know, ever since I grew up, it burns my eyes. I can't do it. So I'm like, oh, I I can't see. So then I start trying to swim with my eyes closed. I can't do it. I'm like up against the rope and in a, I throw an immediate temper tantrum. I throw my goggles back across the <laughs> pool. Uh, I was very mad. And then I just did a backstroke, a leisurely backstroke to finish up because I couldn't I couldn't swim. It was disappointing because I thought uh, my cardio fitness would betray me. But instead, it was the uh, the goggles that I had been given, which betrayed me. Yep. I think everyone watching that race blamed the goggles. That's and what not they Andrew were saying. They were yes. saying if this <laughs> guy sure. could just get over. I mean, my, form, my form entering the water uh, was also partially I responsible for the goggles I think the fact the that you smacked failure. your face off the water <laughs> was why your goggles broke. <laughs> <laughs> but... There was a race. Who won? Who won that race? Well, Adam and I took off, and Adam's coach's suggestion to just go for it proved to be correct because I was in Adam's wake the whole time. It was so hard 
to keep up with him. You just went after it, Adam. You were like, I just went, I just went for broke. And I am the first to admit the form I'm sure was atrocious. Like <laughs> when you'd watch these Olympic swimmers swim, they would glide. There'd be very little splashing of the water. It was so smooth. I was just a frantic water everywhere, but I was just going as fast and as hard as I could. And that was my strategy. And it paid off. I, I won the, I won the race. I knew you were going to win. Cause you have that Peloton cardio. I was like, I don't he's swim got... a lot though. I yeah, mean, but I, I definitely am good cardio. That Peloton shape, but I don't gets you in that. Yeah. It was, it was impressive your cardio. Cause on that turn, I, I started to gain some ground because I was trying to stay consistent. My bud, I could feel that. I could feel that. I could see you gaining ground. And then I like, and then you turned it on again. And I think you beat me by four seconds or so. I don't know. It was a lot. Uh, and I was, we'll post, we have the times we'll post them for those of you who are big swim meet stat hounds. I know you're (laughs) out there. We'll have them and we'll put them up, uh, on the Patreon or online. So Adam won the first race. It was, uh, uh, you got points for every event and depending on how you ranked. And then the coaches mercifully were like, let's do another race, just 25 meters. And you don't have to go in off the blocks. You can just push off the wall. So we uh, we had another race. We we turned around. Uh, this time we got to start in the water and just kick off the wall like I'm used to uh, swimming. And, and overcoming adversity, Andrew kept his goggles on. I kept my on goggles on because I was not buffeting my face around in the water. And you redeemed yourself on this one. I did. I got I got second. I was I was right behind Adam on that one. Uh so I felt a little better. Yeah, it was real close. My legs were already burning. My coach told me they don't even take a breath when they swim across the 25 meters. I was like, how many breaths should I be taking? And he was and he was like, oh. The actual like pro swimmers who would swim this length, he's like, they don't take a breath when they go across. Well, see, this and distance. I want to say, I, <laughs> I I took sixty eight. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't take a single breath. I oh, just wow. drank about a, a gallon of pool water. We That's told you, Ben, you have not smart. evolved to process yeah, pool and, water. And I we know, told you and this. I realized the error of my ways. <laughs> but the amount of water, it was just so tasty, you know. Oh, oh it was, my god! It was crisp and on that cool. second one, did I drink? so much pool water because I was really trying to get that breath out of the side of the mouth. I don't know how the fuck they do that. It is, it is tricky. So we then moved to the deep end of the pool. It was time. So, so Adam won the race. Yes. So Adam won his second consecutive race. Well, sort of. We should mention that Uh, of the Grawlix. I had the best score of the Grawlix. Sebastian, my coach hopped in the pool raced alongside us destroyed us he did it there is a photo of him finishing and we are still only halfway across the pool and to say that he was trying would be a joke he had this very effortless like lazy i'm just out with the idiots (laughs) taking him for a swim i'm surprised he wasn't dipping in between Uh, us like a dolphin (laughs) having fun poking our bellies yeah whatever it was so stupid out for a frolic Adam Adam has got two wins under his belt. Let's move to the under deep my, end under of the my pool. red tight speedo. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's got him stuffed in his speedo. And you can see two him. wins. They were yeah, they, uh, it's so it was time for some uh, some other skills contests. We had a, a breath holding contest. They they worked us up to it. We uh, we held our breath for uh, like fifteen seconds and then thirty seconds, and then it was time for the contest. Who can hold their breath underwater? the longest. And Adam and I had kind of chatted with this the night before. There's something weirdly like 
mental about holding your breath. You have to like feel good about the breath you took, I, at least me, or I'll like get in my head and I'm like, I don't have enough air. I didn't. Uh, but in this case, they worked us up. I was like, I have too much air. Fuck, I got too <laughs> much know, air. Andrew, exactly, Andrew and I were saying, sometimes you go underwater and you're like, I could stay down here forever. And sometimes you're like, I didn't get a good one. And, I, and you got to come right back up. So Adam popped right back up. I think, I don't even know how long Adam was under, but I was huffing and puffing from that race. I could have used some more time to calm my he breath. He had big bad wolf syndrome and it's a real thing that professional I came up after 12 get. seconds. I couldn't stay underwater at all. I came up after 12 <laughs> fucking seconds. Uh, so Ben and I uh, uh, went at it and I uh, I knew Ben was going to crush this because of his like jujitsu breathing and like trying not to be choked out. I knew Ben could hold his breath like a motherfucker and uh, I was not wrong. Uh, ben beat me. I think I made it 45 seconds and Ben uh, could have kept going went at least a, a minute. minute or something. Um, yeah, but I definitely got in my head. I I certainly had air left when I c- c- came up, but I was just kind of in in my head about it. You both I, hit the nail on the head. There's a feeling where when you suck in so much air, you feel as if you've taken too much in, and that it's uncomfortable, or you feel at first like you're going to pass out a little bit, and you just have to ride past that. And I could hear you all talking. So I was like, okay, I know like Adam already came up. I could just hear him be like, yeah, I'm done. And that was it. Uh, But Andrew (laughs) stayed under there for a while. So I was like listening and did really well. But I think that was the easiest of the challenges to me. The the first swimming one was hard. And then the last one was really difficult, which was to tread water. Well, before we get to that, I want to talk about one of my favorite moments, which was that Ben crushed me and Andrew in the breath holding. And it was really Ben's moment to shine. And everyone was, we were in the pool recovering, sort of, you know, waiting for the next thing. And and I said out loud, I said, the reason Ben did this is because he's got so much practice with the belt around his neck. (laughs) And everyone laughed. The Olympians laughed. And what's important is that in that moment, I was able to wrench the attention back to me. And make Good. it a nice Good. win for me in that moment By immediately. Using the riff that moment, I had said to Adam mine. seconds before in the, the pool. By stealing Andrew's riff, <laughs> making it my I, own. I and then said. the Olympians all laughed and they're like, we love this Adam guy. And it was really, what, classic, a, what a great moment for me. Classic Grolix moment, really. <laughs> so Ben, with a win on the board with the breath holding, then it was time to tread water and to up the ante I suggested we hold diving bricks, which is how I had to do it back in survival swim class. So just as a funny, just as a funny goof, they somehow found this in, insane stone, <laughs> yeah. this big square stone that they lugged out. It was, and they were like, "Uh, yeah, it's fifty pounds." We, yeah, they were like, "We need you to hold this." And I was watching. I was like, "What the fuck are they doing?" Like, that's not what I was talking about at all. And they played it straight enough that we uh, were all like terrified and thought we'd have to tread water with this 50 pound stone. And then they were like, haha, just teasing you. No, and, I was uh, psyched, instead, but I was like, you're all going to have to retrieve this from the bottom of the pool. Yeah, it was it was I'll insane. Try. I was like, don't make us hold it over our heads when we drop it. We'll brain ourselves. So instead, they gave us a little junior size basketballs that we had to hold out of the water. Weren't they like the water polo? Water polo ball. Water polo ball, sorry. Yeah. As I call them, little tiny basketballs. (laughs) But we had to keep those out of the water. And to start, we could have one hand in the water, um, which made it a little bit easier to tread water. But then it seemed like the contest could go on into the late evening. So they changed it. So we had to use both hands to hold the ball out of the water. And it came down to Ben and I. After two minutes. So the first two minutes was one hand in the air. 
The, the, and then ben, after that, it was two hands. Ben did a real sneaky uh, kind of weird back float for the first half of his where you can. Yeah, uh, that was a dubious. He kind dubious of is like move. motoring around, uh, kind of reclining on his this, back. Not really staying vertical, water treading water. Classes when I was growing up and laying on your back is a form of treading water. You tread water till you're gassed. Then you lay on your back. Then you tread water till you gas. Right. But you but you started out. Exactly. I'm allowed to do that. That's treading water. It is still. No one knew we were going with Maine water survival (laughs) official doctrine. I'm sorry. We're surviving in the water. And uh, you guys, I'd love it. If you end up in the ocean, you're going to be like, this isn't the rules. I will not play back. No way. Well,. Uh, just to get back to to this Fucking swim assholes. meet, we were not in the ocean. It didn't matter anyway because I won. As soon as Ben had to put both hands on the ball, I he sank, sank like, like a, a rock. Stone, yeah, <laughs> he was like, "All right, two minutes. Put your hands on the ball," and I was done. And Andrew was. I was out pretty early on this one too. The, I, Adam gassed himself on those first two races. I also am not a great water person. I didn't have a lot of experience growing up. Adam, I was you telling are Katie a great when I came home, person. I was just like. If there's a shark attacking the Grolix, I'll survive. If it's a Grolix open water challenge, I'll be the first to die. <laughs> That's just how it is. Yeah, it was it was uh it was interesting for sure. That was my only straight up win was the treading water challenge. And give yourself credit, Andrew, when you went two hands over your head, I sunk almost immediately. You stayed up for a while with both your hands up over your head. I stayed up, up and by that point my breathing sounded like a piece of industrial machinery that had like stripped its bearings, but I kept at it. The sound that my that I was making was pretty terrifying. Like, but you stayed up. You stayed up, though. I give you credit. I mean, that was hard. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was. I've always been pretty good at treading water. So after every event, the Olympians and our buddy Elliot would gather and confer. And talk about who knows what they judge us, and then they put up the scores. It was so Elliot somehow talking the Olympians this, into staying there. They were like, "This is an insane waste of our time." And Elliot was like, "Be cool, just stay here." Let's and I know do what this. you're going to say, Adam. You're going to say, "And yeah. somehow, after all, somehow, all of this, yeah. we came out t- tied at twelve points each, statistical tie." Right. The reason being, you won the first two. You came the first two races, then the next two events, you lost. I came in last. Oh, I see. I and then see. Andrew mm-hmm. won, uh, came in second a couple times and won one. Ditto myself. So it all Got evened it. out. It evened out. Classic it. failing it. upwards from me, which is just my signature. No, I will <laughs> so, say Andrew, so just for consistent. <laughs> it, so at this point, we decided we needed one more race to determine things. And, and since we were having such a good time and the Olympians realized they were dealing with Olympic equivalents of comedians, mm-hmm. they're like, let's just have some fun. Let's do this together. And so we did a race. We did a relay race with our Olympian, which was by far my favorite. Yes moment of the day because we're like i don't know I, I felt an extra pressure then i was like i can't disappoint sebastian i want to be bffs with sebastian for life and it starts today yeah, i felt and too so I, I was like i've let my coach down g- grossly yeah so far so this is my chance to redeem myself Ditto. Yep. i we're in the middle of doing legal paperwork to have milo's name changed to blake really wow um yeah and i didn't want to disappoint him uh blake worsley <laughs> fingers, fingers crossed for milo yeah, man. what a, it, win it, for what milo an upgrade I mean, uh, what an upgrade for milo yeah 
<laughs> to carry on the Worsley name. Um, yeah. So, oh, he's getting the last name too. It's a full legal change. Yeah. Blake Worsley. This was the wow. best part. We started on the opposite side of the pool. We would swim twenty five. Then they would do a dive off the blocks over us yep. as we touched the yep. relay wall. Do fifty, and then we would do the last twenty five. Whatever team won, right? Yeah, and I don't know what if you guys talked to your coaches for strategy, but Sebastian was like, "Adam, mate, if you can go to the right of the starting block," and I was like, "Of course, anything for you, Sebastian." So I, <laughs> I swam to the right so he could dive into the other side, and, and just that sort of teamwork. He didn't even have to say it, but it was it was sort of intuitive at that you point. Too, yeah. yeah, just synced up. Now we took um, off out of the blocks. Standard Grolix no, formation. We did not take off no, out of the blocks. No, I mean, we, we took, took off, off, off the, the wall. wall in standard Grolix formation. Adam again, leads the race. He comes out and he's like, I'm going to kill myself for this win. Uh, and he starts fighting the <laughs> I will kill myself water. for you, Sebastian. <laughs> yeah. He is in a... St- oh, I fought the water as fast and as hard as I could. And Adam, you beat the shit out of that water. I don't know what that water said to you when we first got to the pool, but... Yeah. That it's- is definitely my style. Is My style is fight the water. Yes. And so Adam takes off like a dart. I'm in second place. Andrew is very close right with me. He's staying right with me, and I think Andrew passed me. Uh, if I'm I don't correct. remember what, who touched the wall first because I was just terrified. You did. <laughs> you beat me on that first round because I felt yeah. bad for Blake. And I remember wondering, God, I hope he doesn't hit me when he dives. And then when he dove, <laughs> the sun blacked out. He dove <laughs> so far over me. Yeah, they I, cleared us so, so easily. easily. Was... I was like, oh, yeah, you're nine feet tall and built like a Salvador Dali painting. And so this guy hit the water and didn't come out for three quarters of the length of the pool. It was nuts. And I'm like, that's why you guys are Olympians. You don't swim for half of the pool above water. Oh, you just glide. Yeah. Well, Tommy told me, he's like, you'll never be faster uh, in a, the race than you are coming off the blocks. So right, he was like, right. That's where you really get your advantage. And I was like, yeah, not I, me. I, <laughs> I, um, I got there first, swam to the right. Like Sebastian said, I watched him jump leap over me and he was, and th- so they were going to swim there and back. And then it was our turn to finish the race. And he was there and back so fucking he, fast. I was exhausted. He was so I was exhausted fast. from my sprint. Yeah. And I was like, I got to go again. <laughs> like, it was instantly. And that's when I turned it on again. But Ben, I'll tell you, I, I could feel you coming on my heels. And halfway through my final lap, I sucked in so much. <laughs> I took the, I took in greedy mouthfuls of, and I started choking. And l- literally, I was like, "I will kill myself for this." Race. I, was like, I can see, I can see the end, and I can, I can choke my way to the end. And I just wow. like fought it off and I got out of the pool and I thought I was going to puke. I thought I was going to pass out. Oh my out, God, dude. That's I, the was... difference between us, Adam, because I also on that uh, last lap horked up a huge <laughs> amount of wake uh, because we did not discuss strategy. So I swam straight into Tommy's wake. I went to take my first breath and just took a wave, just a lapping yeah. wave over my face, sucked in a bunch of pool water. I decided I did not want to kill myself for the race. Uh, Interesting. And instead was like, bleh, bleh. Like trying to get the water out of my uh, system there. So that nice, that nice destroyed job. me. That <laughs> and, destroyed and me so, in the, the final lap. I don't know about you guys. Adam, you alluded to it. I was I touched the wall and was holding on to it. And I was like, fuck. All right. Here we go. 
Get your breath. Recover. He's already on his way back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. He just jumped in and I was like, all right, you got a minute. Get your breath. And I turn and look and I see his cap heading towards me. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, Blake. <laughs> and then I take off again. But I hear Andrew choking in the lane next to me. And he came over and saved me. No, it was the most sportsmanlike thing. No, no, he didn't. He just I kept just going. I just took off and tried to catch Adam. And that was the lap where I hit my best stride. I felt like I was swimming the best. I was catching the best breaths and I started to catch up to Adam. But Adam was in his... His lead was I, insane. I will like, die Sebastian for this. Sebastian got me a big lead and I, and I will die for this Yeah, today. and so I, I came in second. Uh, Andrew, uh, you third. did finish it though. You came across. Yeah. You were, was, you're making it, was, it sound it like you third. didn't. You just uh, coughed for a bit before Ann and then. Yeah, that delay. Yeah, you, I would have had. You, I think I would have had second if I had kept my. Pace I think you would have. You had got a big lead, and so did your coach. Tommy? Yeah, he was so fast. I just didn't. I had no idea. I've never swam a relay before. I didn't think about wakes or anything. I would have just kept my head in the water and just kept swimming. But yeah, I had no. Well, lesson after learned. I recovered from my near near death experience, your coach Andrew Tommy came over with his Olympic gold medal and put it around my neck and that was a that was a real moment it was and he whispered and he whispered in your i wish i had been your coach and i and i whispered i wish you were my dad (laughs) (laughs) you want to go throw the old pill around Uh, in the backyard dad we have footage we have footage of adam getting this medal and i've never seen this expression on adam's face in our entire friendship he looks He look, he's beaming. Uh, we'll have a lot of this on Patreon, and uh, All of it. he I looks think we so happy. It. He looks so happy. Producer Ron creeped everybody up. Ron got some not safe for work. He was in the locker room with us. Yeah, Ron, got Ron it was not okay. It was not okay. Uh, so, yeah, spoiler <laughs> alert. We'll, we'll Let's break it down. Gold medal, first place. Uh, if you've been uh, crunching the numbers as you've listened, yes, it was Adam with 15 points in the swim meet. Second place, a stalwart Clydesdale, Ben Roy, <laughs> silver, 14 points. Uh, third place, which amazed me to even be this close with 13 points, uh, was me with the, no, with the bronze. I, but hey, I, just happy to be up there on the podium. We all uh, had our honest. strengths. Andrew's water survival classes came back. If I fall off a boat and there's a tiny, like, neon pink basketball that needs saving that can't touch the water, I'm <laughs> sure. your man. Uh, definitely <laughs> hit me up for that because I'm going to keep it out they of the actually, water. Actually, the lobster industry is employing Andrew to save buoys. <laughs> and that's yeah, what he does. I'm out there. I'm out there just holding them up. They come by. Yeah, it's great work. Yeah, and similarly, if I'm ever caught in a flash flood, I'll fight back. I'll <laughs> fight the water back. <laughs> uh, uh, but what a ch- what a challenge! Yeah, that Ben that, kept saying, and it was true. He was like, "This was humbling. This was very humbling." So uh, let's ask the question we always ask. Now that we're at the tail end of this. Uh, one, do you think this makes the world a better place? Two, would you do it again? And I want to add, throw in maybe a little tip you learned for people out there, a, a swimming tip. Wow. So does it make the world a better place? Yeah. Anytime you can exercise, meet up with, with friends. Sure. I mean, uh, it was, it was very difficult. I hadn't like swam in forever and I've never been in a swim race since I was maybe a kid or something. It was so different than regular swimming. Big time. There was just a lot of, 
mental aspects to it. Like when you're running and the adrenaline kicks in, you get a runner's high. It's like an endorphin or you're riding your bike. You know, you, you get those endorphins from this. But when I was swimming and trying to race swimming, it just activated my like panic mode where it was just like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Like because like holding your breath and being in the water, it didn't feel good like the uh, aforementioned cardio activities. And that's just something to get used to. You just have to get used to like swimming. And I just I, I very, very rarely swim. So I would say uh, you just have to get comfortable in the water mentally whether you're racing or not, just spend, just spend some time in it. Yep. Yeah, Adam. I love this challenge. I think it is good for the world to work on swimming to survive better. And I, my form was so atrocious. I want to do more of this and like get calmer in the water and more effective rather than fighting it. And certainly I want to be better at my breath and, and treading water, but yeah, also just hanging out with you guys and three Olympians and Elliot and Ron, it was like an amazing afternoon and I, I was tell, I've been telling everyone about it. It was one of the coolest things I've done in a long, long time. And I, I honestly, just as we age, and I see the value of swimming as exercise more than ever before. And like I was watching you, Ben, and like even when we were done, you were like, I'm going to do a few more laps and work on my form. And I was like, this is better than jujitsu. And I know you're an addictive personality. I was like, Ben should get into swimming, man. Like, and I kind of had the same thought. It's a really great form of exercise. So my little tip would be, to do it more, to, to use this as an exercising uh, device as, as we age. It's very good for your body. And the next day I felt sore in the best way possible. I was like, oh, I feel really good from, from that activity. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to for, swim as for much sure. as I can. I mean, I'll echo that as well. I, I think low impact, uh, high caloric burn cardio workout. I don't know that there's any better of those variables in there that the lowest possible impact and an incredibly hard workout. And I don't I, earnestness horn for a long time. Swimming was prohibited for so many people, uh, whole entire subsets of our, of our population groups of our population were not allowed at public pools. Now that has changed a lot. There are a ton of rec centers um, because I think it is a great workout for people who maybe struggle with certain physical uh, issues, you know, with joint issues or whatnot. This is a great workout for that. Highly recommend people going to swim as an exercise. Yeah, for sure. Uh, being in the pool is, is super relaxing. Um, and this was, I don't know about you. This was the most scared I've been for challenges. I grew up swimming and this, terrified me being in the middle of eight feet or 11 feet at points oh gasping for air it humbles you for sure um so i'll yeah. definitely be doing it again i loved it was it, it was it. definitely yeah the night before we had the Grolic show and andrew and i were talking a lot and we were both very nervous and i think anytime you can just go do something that makes you nervous it's also a very good thing just in, in, encounter that fear we all had a blast it was fine you know, it was just friends fucking around trying to swim. Yeah, definitely. Fast. It was a good time. Go to your local rec center, your local swim school, and take swimming lessons if you don't know how to swim. And if you do know how to swim, get better at it. I really think it's. it's and and just bring three Olympians. Yeah. yeah. Bring you three Olympians. Just call with up you. Tommy and, call up Tommy and Blake. And, and the best part, too, is Blake. they didn't complain about the amount of water we drank out of that pool. You're allowed to drink as much pool water as you want. Ben I got on all fours like, and was drinking like a water. deer. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, you guys owe us water. Yeah. You, the pool was three inches shallower when we got out. But don't and worry, we I repaid them in 
chlorine diarrhea. So that's. I did. I was so hungry afterward and I texted you all. I was like, I have such indigestion from all that pool water I drank. I'm like hungry, but I I don't want to eat. Not Uh, on Ben's. uh, What Ben said real quick. I will give you this tip. If you live in the Denver area, the Denver Parks and Rec, they often have a Black Friday sale in November and their annual pass is crazy inexpensive if you buy it then. So if you live in Denver and you are interested in maybe swimming or just using any kind of rec center facilities, hit up that Black Friday sale in November, and it is like an insane deal yep. if they do it this year like they usually and do. And they get so. – a lot of those have uh, things for kids, the the swimming pool area for kids – as well as lap times and lap swimming time for for people who just want to get into the pool and swim some laps for workout. Definitely do it. Definitely do it. What a great challenge. I, this great challenge. Well worth the wait. Uh, this was so fun. Uh, why do we do this? Why do we take a quick break? Dottie D here. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to listen to some live stand-up comedy <laughs> from our live show at the Bug Theater. Make your pilgrimage here. Come see us. Come see us live. Uh, this clip uh, from a regular uh, is uh, has been on the show a bunch of times. You love him. It's David Borey. Uh, and when we return, we have more show uh, plus Best those third act in the biz. September birthday shout outs that you can't wait for. <laughs> also, we're going to tease the next episode's challenge. You don't want to miss. This is our favorite part of the show. So stay tuned. I've <laughs> <laughs> also been watching a lot of the Olympics. I have a good time with the Olympics. I, they do some... <laughs> I had two sexism jokes back to back. He must be woke. <laughs> no, I just, I get hella mad at female gymnastics. Do you ever watch women's gymnastics? Yeah, man, because like, I'll be watching it and Simone Biles will do some shit. She'll do something amazing. And then she has to like also pretend to dance. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? Who gives a shit? She just, dog, she's amazing. I don't give a fuck if she has rhythm. Who is this for? Why do we have to pretend she's like a dancer? This woman does a triple twist, double backflip. That's five decisions in the air. In 34 years of life, I've never been in the air long enough to make more than one decision. Panic, that's all I fucking got. It's just like insane, I hate it. Cause it's like, who are we, why are we pretending they're like ice dancers? These women aren't delicate. This is gym fucking gymnastics. It's for beefcakes. That's what the sport is. Like, I don't want dancers. I just want to see hardened athletes. Like, have you seen her legs? Her leg muscles, she has leg muscles the size of like a 40 year old obese man's. Like, <laughs> and not like a guy who just got obese, like a guy who's been like, Type two childhood diabetes. They're so strong because they've been carrying a burden. Like that kind of leg muscles. I give a fuck. She can she can leg press a Volkswagen. Get out of here with that fucking dancing shit. <laughs> and we are back. What an episode. And thanks to the magic of podcasting. Adam is not here with us. He's actually training for the Olympics. 
he got bit. He saw those rings tattooed on all their shoulders. He says, <laughs> and he ACH wants it. can do that. It's nice to just have you and I for once, Ben. Enough. I know. It's like know. the manager's Jesus, gone. I mean, we can do whatever the fuck we want. Ron, would you be willing to share the script with us? Because I have no idea what we're I know saying. what we're doing. We're going to thank the people who made this episode possible. Sometimes there's not very many people to thank. Sometimes there's a bunch. And in this episode, there are a bunch. Huge there are a thanks bunch of to Elliot Lang and an even bigger thanks to Olympic athletes come coaches Blake Worsley, Tommy Hannon, and Sebastian Rousseau, who gave up their perfectly fine weekend to come coach our dumpy asses. It's like giving Renaissance sculptors oatmeal and being like, you've got 20 minutes. Let's see what you could do. Uh, I, I cannot tip my cap enough to them for helping us out with this episode and, and making and it also, special. Also, I want to add a big shout out to everyone at the University of Denver, including the two young, bewildered lifeguards who were required to be there on duty as Andrew said, dumpy oatmeal was poured into the pool <laughs> and we risked drowning in front of them. And they were amazing and so welcoming. And so a huge thank you to all of you. Also, Andrew, we got to say it. Big shout out and thank you to our Patreon supporters for making challenges like this possible. They're the reason you're going to see us in Speedos. You're going to see us in goggles and caps. You're going <laughs> to see our bodies. And uh, this is what you get. So as we watch our, our subscriber count dwindle. So thank you a ton. Well, you know what Andrew, time it has been. Yeah, plugs, plugs, I'm warming plugs, up the plugs, DJ booth. Plugs, 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 yeah, what do we dude, got that, to plug? Well, I'm going to tell you, Adam texted me specifically. He wanted everyone in the Steel City in Pittsburgh to know Adam's going to be at Bottle Rocket Social Hall in Pittsburgh on October 7th. So Steel City, you don't want to miss this. Pittsburgh, uh, it, three rivers, yeah. row your way over. I know yeah. nothing about Pittsburgh. <laughs> Take the inclining train down to see our little firecracker. He's going to be in the in your town, so make sure you go check him out. Uh, Bottle Rocket Social Hall, October 7th. Andrew, do you have something you want to bring up? We do. We do. <laughs> uh, so, as we have announced, the Grolix is normally every month at the Bug Theater. However, this month, there is no Grolix. We already popped our Denver Grolix at the High Plains Comedy Fest. Instead... We're going to be at Before Collins at the Comedy Fort, which is an amazing club, September 29th, just doing one show. We've done the Grolix up there before. It is an absolute blast. That club rules. If you're up anywhere in the Fort Collins area, you should come down. September 29th, it's going to be awesome. Uh, we'll have some special guest locals. Uh, we'll have the links in the show notes if you want to grab tickets. I believe it's sold out uh, on the previous times you've gone up there, so pounce on those tickets you can follow us wherever you follow us on facebook twitter instagram tiktok it's always at grolix comedy reach out and tell us about your favorite stroke what's a stroke you like stroke me stroke me that's my favorite stroke uh we also want to encourage you folks leave a review and there's been a ton lately I want to read one right now since Adam's not here 
I want to read wow. one. Um, Doing the, this the is, manager's it, job. Yeah, I want to say this. We're going to keep reading them. Make them ridiculous. We love it. Uh, this is uh, this is off iTunes, of course. It, it's Andrea5280. Five stars. Better than Smartless is the headline. And the uh, review is real, relatable, hilarious, and Denvery. And so Denver-y. we appreciate that. Don't know yeah. what Denvery is. But thanks for the review, Andrea5280. It's, it's a type of very regional dysentery. It's uh, yeah. after you've eaten El Taco de Mexico, uh, you could get Denveri uh, for the weekend. A lot of dehydration. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, thank you. Thank you for the reviews. And a huge shout out to our aforementioned Patreons. If you already support us on Patreon, that's huge. Thank you so much. And if you'd be interested in supporting us on Patreon, we could always use your support. We have a ton of benefits on there. There's three different tiers. You can get ad-free episodes. At the Ben level, you can get a welcome message from Ben that you should probably watch in private. We've got some new stickers coming. We have a pod within the pod, Boy Crazy, where we rank the hunkworthiness of pop culture icons or whoever we fucking feel like uh, <laughs> and we always usually always have bonus content from the episodes and i'll tell you no episode has generated as much bonus content as this swimming episode if you are in the market for skin for man flesh well buckle up because as long as you're cool with the color of that skin being uh, kind of an off blue white you're going to get a lot of it. If that's something <laughs> that you want if you're to thirsty, see, then I, you can get on our Patreon. And if you can't join Patreon right now, remember, you can still always support us. The easiest way, just tell a friend about the podcast. We love that. And if you're a Patreon subscriber, one of the perks, you get birthday shout outs. Oh, shit. From Here us. it comes. Oh, my God. Oh, and September. September. Ooh, and- And Andrew, we were talking, you suggested that we, in in honor of this episode, we list what our birthday subscribers' favorite swimming stroke is. If they were going to go into the Olympics for for swimming, what stroke would they be an expert in? So I'll take the first one here. Team me up. Who is it? Who is it? You got the first one, bud. I'm so happy because this is longtime friend of the pod subscriber. We've met this person a bunch of times during our live Q and A's. It is Laura Ochoa's oh, birthday. Of course, of course, well, San Antonio's known. If I remember correctly, if swims. I don't, that just makes me seem like but a. You've been to the pool stalker. numerous times with Laura. What's Laura's favorite stroke? Oh, would- easily the 50-meter Mothra. The 50-meter Mothra stroke. <laughs> uh, not everybody can do it. Uh, oh, that's Laura's. grooves through yeah, the water, right? Yeah. yeah. I like that. That's cool. Mothra, Laura Ochoa, and so graceful. Um, I'm going to go my turn. Uh, this, is, this is another one who has been supporting us, I believe, since the Those Who Can't days. This is... Uh, Sean Sakame. I, I'm going to pronounce the last name wrong. I'm so sorry, Sean, but we've never known how to pronounce your last name. But I've been with Sean a number of times. The fastest doggy paddler I've ever seen. In oh, my yeah. Life. Move over dogs. Uh, there's yeah. a new dog in the pool. Yeah. Holy shit. Like a motorboat. Yeah. Just, just get the head above water, panting the entire time. Tongue draped, it, just the tip of his tongue. 
touching the water, but but shockingly fast. There's like a wave runner plume of spray behind that doggy paddle. I'll, I'll take this next one. I got it. Uh, the, another just stalwart patron of the show, Kyle Bernhardy. Nice. Love this guy. And favorite swim stroke, just an underwater diver. Doesn't like to come up much for air. Actually born with a vestigial set of gills. <laughs> uh, so that, 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 that allows him to stay beneath the surface. Where honestly... That's where Kyle shines. <laughs> so happy birthday, Kyle. We hope you find yourself in the depths. Okay, up next, I'll take the next one. K-Wams. K-Wams. Uh, sounds yeah, like, I believe uh, that's Kayla Wamsley. Sounds like yep. a rock radio station in uh, w- El Paso w- County. K-Wams got the hot, <laughs> spitting the hottest singles of yesterday and today. Coming up, Foreigner Rock Block. Um, so, uh, yeah. I, I should have known. It's impossible to do radio station call letters without activating Donnie K-Wams. D. It's kind of like yeah, a supernatural presence like a a bloody mary situation in front of the mirror you've been in a pool several actually you've been in open water i don't think you've ever actually swam in a pool but you both tried to swim the english channel together you and kayla what was kayla doing across the english channel kayla's kayla's favorite stroke the electric eel because okay uh in a strange twist she brings her phone with her it's not advised she's got her phone with her to do the electric eel Ooh, the electric eel, also a very Mm -hmm. popular dance step in the early 80s. That was a good one. Okay, uh, my turn. This is another longtime fan, somebody who talks back and forth with us a lot. Tiffany Losasso. Losasso. And uh, big fin swimmer. Not many know that about Tiffany Lasasso. Because does Doesn't she have like a natural a natural fin like a like a no a no no? But, oh. um, somebody who does a lot of those deep dive competitions and mm. has that big fin. Uh, not very strong with the arms, but wow, yeah, the mermaid fin really gets down there. Broke a record, actually burst both of her eardrums. Worth it. We hope you recover safely. Thank you, <laughs> Tiffany, for your service. Uh, and, uh, and last but not least, we have Gaia. Ooh, Gaia. I think uh, Gaia's favorite stroke, kickboard tiny kicks. Kickboard tiny kicks. You hold the kickboard <laughs> and you do the tiny kicks. Nope, like nobody she better them in the in game. Swimming lessons and just never got rid of them, right? And really, yeah. Developed. I mean, if you can refine it, sure, you learn it in swimming lessons. You can keep doing it. Uh, so just a tiny kick, not yeah. many, not much of a splash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a little water sprite. Well, that is great. Thanks to everybody and all of you that support us. Remember, you can get your own birthday shout out. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Grolic Saves. As always, uh, that link is down in the show notes. Also, want to give a beautiful. Beautiful, big, hearty shout out more so than ever to our producer, camera in the locker room, Ron Doyle. (laughs) So, yeah, as he was gathering all of the bonus footage, Ron also just straight up bringing the camera in the locker room where we did not rent out. We did not have exclusive use of the locker room. So there were some fully nude college boys uh, walking around, uh, luckily not through any of Ron's shots, but bold move, bold move, camera in the locker room, Ron Doyle. Uh, And uh, as always, huge shout out to Mike Henderson for helping us grab this audio, both at High Plains, also at our live show. Thank you, Mike. You're doing the Lord's work. As always, our theme music is brought to you by the buoyant 
Charlie Continental, extremely bland guy. Just bobbing I, around. Kids could yeah. use him as a flotation device. Yeah. You know, grab on. Well, what Andrew, are we doing next step? What are we doing? Andrew, 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 <sighs> Andrew, Andrew. Adam hinted at it in the first half of this episode. And honestly, I think at the beginning of the credits, you reinforced the need for this challenge, Andrew. I don't want to give away too much, but Andrew, I think it's time to love yourself a little bit more. That's all I'm going to say about that, Andrew. You want me to go crank it right now? <laughs> well, we have been doing a lot of stroke talk, so I, I don't think it'd be bad. Andrew, That's the what's challenge? Your we're doing, a, cr- we're doing stro- a cranking it challenge? Oh, yeah. gosh. <laughs> oh, Andrew, we're not doing a cranking it challenge. I'm going to get out of here before this gets bad. Play us out, Jolly! Don't say cranking it anymore on air.